these investors, when they're looking at your business and trying to see what public-facing presence is out there, um, they are going to be judging you at how, how does your website look? Is it sharp? Is it well-written? Is your social media maintained? Have you not posted on Twitter for three months? Because that looks pretty precarious. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today we're continuing our series, Things to Know in Raising Cannabis Capital. We're talking public relations, and to help us with that, we have Ricardo Baca and Shauna McGregor from Grasslands. Ricardo and Shauna, welcome to the MJ Bull Podcast. Thanks much. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to dive into this. This is a topic that sometimes is not thought about until afterwards, and the cannabis industry is just exploding, and funding is flowing into the industry. Every day you hear about another company successfully raising capital. And it puts a lot of pressure on the entrepreneur to just jump in and start raising money. And uh, we put the series together to help them prepare so that they're better prepared for the before, during, and after, and all those boxes are checked. But one of the critically, and I I believe often overlooked components of a capital raise is supporting it with, with a sound public relations strategy. Maybe we can start off by just talking about some of the basics. Like what's the difference between a public relations and an investor relations So Dan, you're totally right. Public relations is really important when you're going through capital raises, uh, especially in the cannabis industry, because the cannabis industry has even less uh, communications uh, channels and tools than other industries, but it it is very important. And um, public relations targets a lot of different audiences, whether it's policymakers, regulators, consumers, academia, whereas investor relations is laser focused on, on reaching the investor community through different channels, earned media, social media, and other tactics as well. Yes, think of it as investor relations is laser focused, but public relations is the more broad approach. If you're thinking about this process, when would you engage a communications advisor? So if you're smart, you'll you'll find your agency partner as soon as possible because you want to have enough of a runway to get all of your tactics and your collateral dialed in. There are things like making sure your website has a robust newsroom, making sure that your deck is polished and your fact sheets and you've got your social media channels up and running. Those are all important. Important. And, you know, you need to have your thought leadership calendar lined out, too, because you you're going to want to be positioning your executive team, um, your CEO, your CFO as the thought leaders in the space. And they need to be speaking at those important conferences. You know, the best conferences out there are booking their speakers six months in advance. So this is planning that can be done, uh, that should be done in the before section. Yeah, and when we approach thought leadership here at Grasslands, we're also looking at the bylines that we can help our clients with, you know, because uh, a major part of modern leadership is leading the conversation and not just following it. And when you're writing original columns and op-eds that are being placed in targeted outlets, then that gives you a unique opportunity to lead the conversation.
conversation because then you as an executive, you're not depending on a journalist to call you to get your reaction to a, to, to a story or to the day's news. You are reacting to the day's news in a piece that is appears under your byline. And so you're flexing your own thought leadership muscle. And I think that's really important in those days before starting to the, raise the capital. Also during this time, quite honestly, you should be starting to educate the reporters and the media in your sector, in your space. I mean, everyone want. I don't know a single entrepreneur who's in the, in the midst of raising capital who would, wouldn't want to be in a Wall Street Journal article or a New York Times article. And if your company deserves to be there, it will be if you have the right communications, the right education, and it just might take time and education. Now let's just jump forward and now you're in the middle of a raise. What are some tactics that you like to use with your clients when they're in the middle of a raise? So you're in the middle of the raise. You're going on your road show. You're hitting New York City, Boston, San Francisco, Toronto. While you're on the road show, we can be helping to fill in any all of the all of that downtime. I'm being a little facetious here with with those media in those markets. If you're a biotech cannabis company or a technology cannabis company and you're in San Francisco, there are a lot of key reporters that are in that market that you should be booking briefings with to share your narrative with them. I think that that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, and as a and Dan, as a as a longtime journalist myself, I can speak to the importance of these briefings. You know, sometimes you hear from a communications professional um, saying, "Hey, we have a new client, and they're being kind of quiet right now because exciting things are in the in the pipeline." But I think you want to be in front of them, um, and I can tell you a little bit about it. And those are always exciting calls to get, especially if there's an element of exclusivity being discussed. But as a journalist, that's one way of getting their attention to say, hey, there's something that not a lot of people know about yet and has not been written a lot about, but we want you to be one of the people who helps us share this story. So it really works from both sides. Yeah, and especially if you're in that city and you can meet with them face to face, that's sometimes even better. Of course. I mean, New York is is this country's most important media hub. And, and it, uh, it's very convenient that a lot of our clients are going through there when raising capital uh, because then we can put them uh, in front of and get them FaceTime with some of our friends in the media who um, are passionate about telling them story. And of course, Dan, like the, the, the PR never stops throughout this, pro, uh, this process, whether we're talking about before, during, after. The PR push is strong. The social media campaign is kicking into high gear. These investors, when they're looking at your business and trying to see what public facing presence is out there, um, they are going to be judging you at how, how does your website look? Is it sharp? Is it well written? Is your social media maintained? Have you not posted on Twitter? for three months because that looks pretty precarious. So uh, you just need to keep up all of these important forward-facing uh, communications elements um, on top uh, and, and looking sharp. Some owners also like to add one of these, a slide into your deck about the brand awareness and exposure that the company has received. And a great way to provide metrics around that is the media coverage that you can receive from, um, from these 
these initiatives and efforts. So tying your deck right into this whole thing is, is another really effective tool. A, that's definite. And then also as you're going, you know, hitting these markets, these stories are running, being able to share that coverage with your potential investors is also a great way to continue to keep them informed. Another touch point, another way to soften the beach. deal is closed and everyone's happy and everyone's excited and they want to get the word out. But lo and behold, you have a bunch of new partners who all have their own communication advisors, who all have their own message that they want to get out. And there's a coordination effort that most people don't think about. Give us some tips on that because I I can just see some conflicts in the early days with your investors just if you get the communication incorrect. And inevitably, you're going to have a lot of people coming to the table uh, throughout this entire process. But I think it speaks to the value of maybe choosing an agency partner who can truly be a partner in on, on multiple fronts and help you with a variety of these concerns. I would love to jump in here and say one of the most interesting things that happens for me after the, the race has closed, company may be filing with the SEC. And then you have in these markets, you have the business journal reporters and other reporters that are watching these filings. And they are going to see if, if you're filing something, they're going to give you a call and want to check in and see what's up. I've had a lot of clients who are a little shy about this because I think that they're afraid of some sort of SEC regulation around this. Really, what I want to stress is that there's no reason why you cannot speak to the media, whether it's Dan going on your show or speaking with a business journal or whatever the case might be, to talk realistically and truthfully and transparently, which is very important to us, about your company's narrative. You should not be afraid to speak with media. They're not our enemies. They're our (laughs) our friends. (laughs) We've been speaking with Ricardo Baca and Shauna McGregor from the Grassland Agency. Guys, can you tell us a little bit more about your agency? And if people want to get in touch with you, how do they go about doing that? Sure. You know, uh, Grasslands is a journalism-minded agency. Um, Our our cornerstone offerings are public relations, thought leadership, and content. And, you know, we're based out of Denver, but we're opening an office in Los Angeles. And, you know, we specialize in working with highly regulated industries. Uh, Cannabis and hemp are certainly a major passion of ours. And, uh, you know, people can find us on the web at mygrasslands.com. All all of Grasslands information will be on the MJ Bulls website, including Ricardo's and Shauna's email addresses. Ricardo and Shauna, thank you. This has been super helpful. And I know everyone is going to be taking a lot of this information that you guys and applying it to their race. So thank you so much for doing this with us. Yeah, Dan, thank you so much for hosting us. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why isn't the endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.